Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. This is episode 1119, titled Some Breakups and Some Get-Togethers. And we are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. Worst title. <laughs> it honestly doesn't even make sense, it? Does doesn't it? flow off the tongue. Nothing. Who so- are the get-togethers in this? I don't know. Oh, I guess at the end? Is that a considered a get-together? Sure. <laughs> How are you, Lady J? I'm good. How are you, T? I'm, I'm doing well. This is just a weird title. <laughs> it threw me off. Sorry. It is a weird thing. Yeah. It doesn't... Some breakup, some get together. Like, what? It's Yeah, it's a weird title. It doesn't work. Why not you win some, you lose some? Or, yeah, or just how about, like, you know, it had to end sometime. Or uh, yeah. something like that, you know? Or is this the end? I honestly think this is... It's like a meta joke for yeah. Brenda at this point. She's like, whatever. She's literally just like throwing words on the on the magnets on the refrigerator and whatever happens becomes the title of the episode. Like well, as we saw with script number 234. Why not? Why not call it that then? Call, <laughs> well, not 234, 230 some. <laughs> 30 yeah. some. Right. Um, yeah, it's dumb. So basically... First of all, before we get even into it, did you see who directed this episode? Oh, yeah, dude. What? I had no idea. But Why did Jason Priestley direct this episode? Okay, well, and it took me down the rabbit hole Aaron of spelling. like... Yeah, well, besides that, but I was just curious. I'm like, how many directing gigs has this guy had? Mm. And apparently he's worked on Brenda Hampton shows a few times. I believe it. Did uh, he do Secret Life too? Yeah. Okay. A couple episodes. Okay. So good for him. I guess like the Aaron Spelling family kind yeah. of thing. Did he direct anything else ever in his career? Or yeah. just three episodes? No, no, no. He's he's done a bunch like for okay. um he's done a lot of episodes for other random shows. Okay. And I know that he's directed or has a documentary, but under his direction too. Okay. So and he's so produced it's like apparently. the Fred Savage model. I mean, Fred Basically, Savage is yeah. a w- very prolific director yeah. in television nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he still acts, but he's directed several television shows. Yeah. Um, or like episodes of television shows, I should say. Basically. Um, so that's cool. It's like good for him. Yeah. And when you're thinking about Jason Priestley, especially around that time, I'm like, you're still a baby then. But I don't even know how old he is. 2007? I mean, his 90210 moment had ended by then. 90210. Mm. Was he on any other shows after that? You know, I have no idea. I don't either. He wasn't Franklin and Bash, was he? That was the other one. That was Mark Paul Gossler. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, that's Mark Paul Gossler. The other guy from... Clueless. Yeah, but was he, what's wasn't his name? he? Breckenmeyer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck. And from Rat Race and stuff. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, queen. And then recently, like a couple days ago, Kate and Leopold was on. He's like, you want to vex my sister. And I was like, okay, that's a weird thing to say. <laughs> he is in Kate and Leopold too? Yeah, he plays Kate's brother. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Well, I mean... <laughs> don't worry about it i mean yeah it's not like <laughs> oh it's like such a seminal classic um so again a lot episode, of shit a lot of shit goes down uh, you know it does a lot of shit does go down in this episode it, it, it got it's very dead at some point i was like okay i need to stop writing notes because that th- i'm just gonna miss a lot everything mm-hmm, I, there's mm-hmm. a lot that goes down let's be let's start at the beginning ruthie 
wants to get a job mm-hmm. at the movie theater. I'm really digging this outfit of hers too. I'm loving the outfit. I love her hair up in oh this my, little ponytail right? she's got going on with like the little bit of hairs like in her mm-hmm. face. She looks so cute. Yeah. Um, she wants to work at the movie theater so that she can be close to T-Bone and whatever. It's their six month anniversary coming up. Yeah. She's really excited about it. T-Bone is not excited about it. He tries to deter her. He's like, oh, but it's so lonely in there. Like, there's nothing to do. Like, it's, there's a rush at movie time. And then once we have the movie started, there's nothing to do. And yeah. he's trying to, like, convince her not to go for the job. Mm-hmm. But she's like, no, I want it. So... And I and she wants him to put in a good word for her with yeah. the manager so that she's more likely to get the job. Exactly. So he then starts freaking out because he's thinking about breaking up with her. Yeah. And as he's thinking out loud, Max there. Oh, he's like the worst thing. He's to like happen. lurking in the ticket booth. Yeah. <laughs> like hiding. Mm-hmm. And we and then so he pieces it together that T Bone is trying to break up with her, but he doesn't know how or whatever. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh, no problem. Don't you even know that we're in the twenty first century or whatever?" Seriously. And he takes T Bone's phone, uh-huh. s- clicks a few buttons, and yeah. goes, "There you go, done." Uh-huh. And T Bone's like, "What the fuck did you do?" And he's like, "I took care of it for you. It's too. It's taken care of. Like, don't even trip." He sent a fucking text message yeah. saying BR8N. I'm, yeah, I'm breaking up, up with you. W slash U or something like Yeah. Like basically like the lamest like text talk for yes. breaking up with you. And we learn later that not only did she, did you Max send that to Ruthie, mm-hmm. he somehow copied everybody in t-bone's phone list yeah on this text message were phones like this ever i don't think that was ever a thing that was possible in one fell swoop to send a message to everybody that's like fear-mongering right there you can't do that (laughs) not to mention so i I know that we shouldn't really get bogged down in this because it it will just waste time but and ultimately doesn't really mean anything although it does become a plot point so maybe if we do want to spend time on this the way that these people talk about text messages, yeah, it's like they're talking about a voicemail. Like they keep talking about, oh, he left me a message. Oh, I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Yeah. Oh, my phone keeps beeping at me because I have a text message. Like you get a text, you read it. Like yeah. you don't, you don't go, oh yeah, I'll check my messages later. <laughs> like yeah. it's a text message. It's true, right? I mean, yeah. even in the olden days of cell phones, even in, from day one of the cell phones, you get a text. It would you, be a message yeah. on your screen that you read right away. It's exactly like what. Unfortunately, it's what paging was. You got a page, you went and you fi- you figured it out asap. You want to know what the message is or you're going to call back that person. That's a text. Or the page itself is the message, you know, the numbers or whatever. But like a text is the exact same thing. Oh, someone's trying to get in contact with me. You check right then and there. This isn't like you said. And and the language they use, too, is problematic. They're like, oh, yeah, he left me a message. He didn't leave you a message. He He sent sent you a message. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it doesn't make sense. So... So he so Max sends that that text right yeah and then we the audience because we're because we're normal yeah we're like oh so she's now seen it so yeah. the next time we see Ruthie it's gonna become problematic no she's just chilling she comes in and he's like 
awkward on stuff. T-Bone has proceeded to eat the entire concession stand. Dude. It's so gross watching him eat all that junk. And yeah. Hot dogs and just like gorging his stupid face with all yeah. that food. Because he's like eating his feelings or whatever. <laughs> and so... She comes around the bend. Oh, my God, that's so wonderful. You got me the job. And she goes, oh, I saw you left me a message. Like, what does it say? And he's like, oh, it was just me congratulating you. It's cool. I'll just delete it. Like, you don't even have to look at it anymore because he doesn't want her to see it. So she hasn't seen her fucking text message yet. Yeah. He lies about it. She goes in to talk to the manager, assuming she's gotten the job. Exactly. And leaves her phone with him, and he takes that opportunity to delete the text. Mm-hmm. Unbeknownst to him, everybody and their mother has also gotten this text. Yeah. So he's protected Ruthie from it. Uh-huh. But now the rest of the fucking world knows. Eric knows, Lucy knows, yeah. Kevin knows, the twins know, Annie knows, Mac, uh, Martin knows, Jane knows, yeah. Margaret knows, everybody and their fucking mother. I'm surprised you yeah. don't hear from Matt across the fucking country. T-Bone's raking up with Ruthie <laughs> and through a text message and why did I get the memo literally and then, and then I love that it's like you you can see the clear line between like the squares and the cool people like a- Annie and Eric and Lucy don't understand what BR8 means <laughs> but then the twins know immediately and so does Kevin of course yeah of course Kevin's hip and cool <laughs> yeah ew so the whole episode becomes this thing of like T-Bone, you idiot. What did you do? Yeah. Why did you do this? T-Bone having to defend himself. I didn't do it. Mac did it. Yeah. And people all trying to talk to each other about what's Ruthie going to say? When's she going to find out? Da, 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 da. Yeah. And Ruthie just being completely oblivious and like blissfully so thinking that she's in a six month relationship with this guy she likes. They keep doing this to her. I know. It's so stupid. They did this with her with Martin and uh, Margaret. I mean, Margaret. Meredith. Meredith. Yes, I know. Or you mean with Sandy, too, with the whole pregnancy thing. She had no clue for the longest time. She didn't know about the pregnancy, but also, like, she thought that Martin was into her, and that's why him and Meredith Ugh, broke I know, up. that whole thing. And people thing. are talking shit, and she has no idea. Yeah, people are always worried about how people are going to tell Ruthie things. And it's like, maybe just tell her. Yeah. Because doing this whole game of, like, how are we going to tell her? How is she going to react? Isn't working for anybody And if anything, ever. it's really mean. <laughs> yeah. It leaves the girl hanging, and then everybody has time to settle in it. And then y'all look at her like, all right, get settled. I know. <laughs> I mean, we had that conversation with the whole Sandy thing. It's like, you know, you didn't tell her anything for the longest time. Yeah. And then now that she has a chance to deal with it, you're like, D- you choose your feelings, Ruthie. Like, yeah. Uh, can she feel something first to then choose it? Like, yeah. You know? So anyway, not to get too ahead of ourselves, but let's let, let's put a pin in that there. Okay. So while everybody's tripping about how Ruthie's going to react when she finds out, T-Bone especially, right? Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Mac in college mm-hmm. is up in front of his class reading a story about a girl named Margaret yeah. and a boy and it's like some romance thing or whatever. And I fully was like, oh, my God, Mac is writing about Margaret. And yeah. It's this like romance novel and like whatever. For a quick second, you were just a little bit impressed. I wasn't even impressed, but I was just like, oh, damn, he's like, he went for it. But I but I didn't take it too seriously. The thing that concerned me is when we pan out oh. and we see Margaret standing behind the door, listening to it, like, oh, shit. Like, I took it like, oh, he's into me. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Because she's hearing him talk about Margaret, you yeah. know, in a romance novel. 
My meanwhile, that teacher who's sitting at the desk, like watching him do his reading, uh-huh. is like so horny for him. <laughs> it's so obvious. I totally thought that was going to be a plot point. Oh God, I hope. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't in the end, but I totally thought for a minute like this is going to be a like Mrs. Robinson moment for Mac. <laughs> yeah, she was totally into it, and Mac was too, of course. Oh, yeah, he was giving her the eye back. He yeah. was all proud of himself and his little paper. Yeah, ex- you know? God, so smug. So he so whatever so they have that whole thing and margaret then confronts him and is like you stole my paper you know whatever Mm -hmm. and but then they start doing that like kiss battle thing yeah i'm not supposed to do this yeah and i'm not supposed to do this and with every this she's like kissing him in a different place on his face or whatever Uh and it's getting to the point where you realize as an audience member like margaret's actually still into mac like yeah whether or not Mac's into her, like she's into him Mm -hmm. and he's i think just into it because whatever it's a warm body you know what i mean mm-hmm. like if i'm being honest with like with the whole situation i don't know that mac is that is capable her. of caring about anyone yeah he's i think he's just concerned about like having sex and like having somebody to do that with and if she's willing and into him like he'll take it <sighs> so sad it's really lame yep it's blame for both of them like yeah. i want her to do better and i want him to be able to just like not be a dick like i don't know yeah (laughs) it's so weird again why do we care about these characters we don't um meanwhile later on the down the line just to wrap up the whole margaret and mac thing Mm -hmm. we learned that eric submitted oh yeah that paper to that same teacher Mm -hmm. with margaret's name on it because it's her paper yeah as like a thing to let that teacher let margaret into her class Mm -hmm. as like a writing sample or whatever yeah and so now mac knows that he's been caught because now the teacher's gonna know that margaret in fact wrote this Uh paper you know because the teacher knows eric so clearly there's a trustful relationship there yeah like so like who's she gonna believe eric or mac obviously eric um so that's them. So, oh my God, there's so much going on in this fucking episode. It's crazy. I know, I know. So, okay, to go back to the Ruthie and T-Bone of it all. Mm. Actually, no. Let's talk about Lucy and Kevin. Oh, yeah. So Lucy and Kevin, when we last left them, they left Crossroads on two different pages. Kevin yeah. was all in. Lucy was not. Yeah. Um, or not, not that she was like saying no, but she was definitely like, there's lots of challenges and reasons why we shouldn't do it. Yeah. Most of all, the f- support factor of like, if we're going to have another kid mm-hmm. being close to my parents, whatever. And the danger factor of like prison, blah, 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. She's not happy about it. Kevin loves the idea of being a sheriff again, having a small community, whatever. Yeah. And the idea of, branching out on their own and seeing if they can make it without the support system they have here yeah in the snow globe and lucy's not about that life so (sighs) they have like a bit of a tiff about it yeah they do and kevin's like i need to be alone Mm -hmm. and leaves and she's like well what if i want to be alone and he's like you can be alone but i gotta be alone outside (laughs) like i'm leaving which was a dick move on his part honestly like (sighs) I don't know. I'm tired of saying how much I hate Kevin. 
maybe I'll stop it. <laughs> I mean, I always wonder about it because uh, Kevin does, like you said, some fucked up shit. You know, whenever she goes into at some point, even in the kitchen, when she gives um, she hands over Savannah or is it the dog? No, it's Delilah. Mm-hmm. And she's leaning in to give him a kiss or to get a kiss from Kevin. And like he is not about mm-hmm. that. And again, dick move right you don't like it but i can also imagine in a relationship when you're in a tiff that you're not you don't want to be affectionate you you get what i'm saying like i can believe that's possible but i think it's because kevin is just so fucking annoying you know what it is so so yeah so i understand like it's not cute when someone's being annoying and then they're like oh but kiss me anyway yeah I, i i get the idea of like Kevin being like, no, that's not cute. I'm not going to kiss you right now. I'm yeah. mad at you. Okay. But what he's mad about and what they're arguing about is not something for him to be like, I'm mad at you about. It's a, it's a, they're having a discussion. discussion. Yeah. They are a married couple. They are a family. They are making decisions that will not only affect them, but their family yeah. for the rest of their lives or going forward or whatever. So this is not about them fighting. Yeah. This is a discussion. They need to, they're, they're going to have to find a compromise. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to find common ground. And him saying, I need to be alone right now. I need to leave is not helpful the situation they i brenda hampton i again with this couple the reason why i never believe them is because she is just using them as like that device or that car that's going to get her point across and it's almost like half the time she's trying to show you what a normal couple they are thank you and yet they're throwing it at the worst times i wrote it down in my notes I think Brenda thinks that their constant bickering is like grounded and normal uh, yeah. and like, oh, look how real they are because they're bickering all the time. Yeah. And it's like, okay, one for one, we don't watch TV to hold up a mirror to ourselves, right? <laughs> There's got to be a level of aspirationalness. There's got to yeah. be something to which we can there's there has to be some level of escapism yeah in a show like this anyway yeah okay, what i'm saying it's not breaking bad you're making here you're making a family drama about <laughs> some people we got to look at them as like some sort of a role model for it, ourselves yeah i don't want them to see i don't want to see them constantly bickering yeah sure bickering's normal but like or do they have to constantly be bickering mm-hmm. to show how normal they are exactly can they just have a happy moment for once in their goddamn lives mm-hmm. or just a simple discussion that's not a whole thing where neither of them blow up and they come to a compromise and everything's fine yeah nope nope the answer is no we can't have that no because brenda's in charge (laughs) so he leaves she's like okay well i guess i'm here now like you know and so sandy comes over Mm -hmm. and lucy's talking to sandy yeah and what i love about this too is it's Lucy just, she needs to think out loud, right? Yeah. She's, she's talking to, it's more like she's talking at Sandy, yeah. you know? And to, and to Sandy's credit, Sandy is a good listener, you know? She's a she good is. person to have on the other side of that conversation mm-hmm. of like, she's taking it all in. She's not going to offer like major advice or whatever, but she is going to indicate to Lucy like, I'm here for you, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you need. If you guys decide to go there and then knowing that you're going to have to take time off because you're going to have another kid or whatever, like yeah. know that I'll be there for you. I'm happy to step in for you. Mm-hmm. I'll put my college shit on hold yeah. for that, whatever. And she's like, you would do that? And she's like, yeah, man, I'd do anything for you guys. Like, you know, you guys are mm-hmm. family, whatever. Like Sandy's good people. You know what I mean? Yeah, she is. And, and, and Lucy even says like, you should know, like I didn't, 
I wasn't asking for that. Like that, that wasn't me fishing for that. I'm just, yeah. I just needed to think out loud. I needed to say it out loud so that I can lay out all my options mm-hmm. and think about what life would be like if we did move to crossroads, whatever, yeah. you know? So that's all, that's all cool and all. And then Lucy buttons that thing with like, besides, we don't even know if I can get pregnant again. Yeah. As she's like scarfing down a fucking bucket of yeah. ice cream. <laughs> And Sandy looks at her like, uh, you think? Yeah. How do you like that ice cream? <laughs> mm-hmm. And so is that the show telling us that Lucy is pregnant? I I'm I mean, gonna, I hope so. Yeah, I'm going to assume so. Except, so, okay, before we go to the final conclusion of that scene. So while Sandy and Lucy are talking, yeah. right? Kevin is talking to Michaels. I know. It's I don't been even a know what to call him anymore. He's Captain Michaels now. Sergeant, I don't he's know. He's Captain. Okay. But we learned that he's going to be chief. Yeah. He's a chief. Uh. That this is the final iteration of his promotion. Yeah. Because you know how every time we met him, he got another promotion? Exactly. So it's he true. Started he started off as, um, I think Sergeant Michaels was his first title. Then he was, or maybe he was. Officer Michael. I think he was Officer Michael. And then it was Sergeant Michael. And then it was whatever, Captain Michael. And now he's going to be Chief Michael. It's, or Lieutenant at some point, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. So now he's going to be Chief. And he offers Kevin a job. Mm-hmm. And he says, Now listen, if it, I'm just saying, the salary you told me that you'd be getting as a sheriff in that small fucking town, yeah. way more than I can offer you here. Exactly. But. I'm just saying, if you want to stay because Lucy wants to stay or whatever, know that you've got a job here. Mm-hmm. Like, I would love to have you on my team. And because Kevin did express to Lucy when they were having their argument yeah. that his whole thing was like, the reason he left the force in the first place is because when he decided to be a cop to begin with, he wanted to be a force for good. Yeah. He wanted to be, you know, fight for the for the good guys and whatever. Mm-hmm. And instead, he was just a pen, paper pusher yeah. who got bogged down in so much paperwork that ended up protecting the bad guys. Yeah. And he would just arrest the same people over and over again. Mm-hmm. And that's why he quit to begin with. And Captain Michaels tells him, you know, don't worry because when I'm chief, things are going to change and you're not going to be fighting for the bad guys anymore. And if you do join my team, like you'll be able to do what you always wanted to do kind Mm -hmm. of a thing, you know? So he gets Kevin thinking about staying yeah, and Sandy gets Lucy thinking about going, you know? So all of a sudden with some time apart, they're now on opposite sides of their, of their spectrum that they started from. Seriously. So when they get back together that night and you know, they're they're they do their whole thing of like, sorry, we fought, blah, 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 whatever. It's like the 50th fucking time they've done this. I'm tired of it. Um, when they're doing that, they each, don't really know how to tell the other, like, yeah, I changed my mind or whatever. So they leave it at, let's take a couple of days mm-hmm. and sleep on it kind of a thing and think about it. Yeah. And, but then they call each other out on the fact that they're both just thinking that the other will change their mind yeah. over the course of a couple Kevin, of days. You always let me have my way. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, but so that's the, so now they're in a crapshoot because neither of them wants to change their mind, Yeah. but now they're still not on the same page because now the one wants to go and the other one wants to stay. Yeah. Like, what are they going to do? <laughs> like, how are Take another couple work? days. <laughs> how, like, how is this going to work? Because, you know, 
Lucy does deserve the opportunity and the chance to go and start something yeah, new. Yeah, she does. And to spread her wings and to not be under her dad's umbrella and shadow, mm-hmm. you know. Meanwhile, Kevin does deserve the chance to do something good for a change under leadership that he knows and trusts and yeah. whatever, you know. But with Kevin, it seems like he's going to be great in both positions in whether way, yeah if right. it's at crossroads or if it's in glen oak right in crossroads he'd make a lot more money and yeah. he'd be the sheriff of a town here he gets to work and do good whereas lucy if they stay is basically just status quo and yeah. she's just gonna have another kid essentially whereas if she goes it it feels like if they go it's a win-win and yeah. if they stay it's more just like a win yeah you know true so I'm hoping that they choose to go in the end. Yeah. But again, we don't get a resolution in this episode. So we'll see, I guess. I guess so. So Ruthie, finally, 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 at the end of the day, through a series of hilarious circumstances, yeah, eventually she learns. She finds out that T-Bone broke up with her over a text. And she understandably gets, you know, upset about it. But she does that thing of like, okay, whatever, fine, bye, you know. And then she's like crying in her room, you know. And Eric um, goes up there to like have a talk with her. Getting that stupid tattoo and latching onto that ring just changed everything. I fell in love with a guy and I turned into a stupid, silly girl. Oh, no. No, you didn't. You're a very wise girl woman ruthie much wiser than your years you know there's this old saying uh, if you love someone set them free if they come back they're yours if they don't they never were so maybe maybe if you can just accept for now that t-bone wants his freedom then uh, who knows what could happen yeah maybe you're right done i mean it's honestly the best advice eric could have given her in this yeah, moment. Yeah, I think so. To one, help her not feel like a silly little girl. Yeah. You know, who did the cliche thing. Yeah. And two, to help her like begin to get over it, I guess, and get some perspective on it. Yeah. You know? Um. So, cut to the next day. Uh-huh. Um, T-Bone's there. In the kitchen as she comes down for school. Yeah. And he's like ready to face her kind of like there's their first like moment with each other mm-hmm. since the acknowledgement of the text. Right. Yeah. And she tells him and he tells her he's like, you know, I'm sorry about the text. I didn't ever I, I never even really meant to send it like I don't want to break up with you whatever yeah. and she goes okay but you did though yeah like, you did want to break up with me and you did break up with me and so here we are and he's like okay but i changed my mind like you know whatever Let, let's talk it out on the bus yeah like you know we, we can we can hash it out and she's like oh yeah no um i'm not taking the bus today martin's picking me up yeah what what mm-hmm. my season nine heart started <laughs> fluttering dude i was like is this the moment we've been waiting for <laughs> is martin and ruthie finally gonna happen yeah so when i hear martin i'm like wait what oh my gosh let's listen to it it's okay i'm over it i was shocked but i'm over it hey you got what you wanted we're broken up no hard feelings i'll see you at work 
Ruthie, I don't want to break up. I never wanted to break up. And yet, you broke up with me. I changed my mind. No, really. We should break up. You were just feeling guilty, and you shouldn't. And I know my dad was the one who gave you permission, so I guess we're all fine with it. Mom, it's okay. I understand the whole set them free philosophy. I do. So, you're free, T-Bone. Bye. Bye, Mac. Wait. Let's just take the bus. I mean, we'll talk. Oh, I'm not taking the bus. Martin's picking me up. Mm-hmm. And then you cut to T-Bone and Mac's faces because Mac's there for some reason. Yeah. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) Especially because Martin and Jane spend the whole episode like hot and heavy for each other. They're having like a phone date or whatever. Basically, yeah. Although it's seeming more and more like Jane, the more she learns about Martin, she's not very into it. Like, Yeah, the more she wants to argue with him. Well, because every piece of information he divulges about himself or tells her about himself, like how he got Sandy pregnant in the first place, yeah. the whole Meredith thing, all of that shit, like, is just, the more she hears it, like, the more messy and complicated yeah. he, he is. And so it's like, okay, what am I doing here? Yeah, and <laughs> What am a, I attracted to? And he's a tool on the phone. Because at some point he's like, well, you know, I, what did he say? Like something along the lines of I gave up something to do in order to be on this phone date and this isn't really fun. Like he says something along the lines of that. Yep. Because he just wants to talk. Sorry. She just wants to talk about what she wants to talk about. Yeah. Mac and Margaret are having a whole moment in front of her while she's on the phone. Martin's listening in on their conversation, talking about Ruthie. Yeah. And Jane's just like, what the fuck? You know, the whole thing was just like a hot mess. Yeah. This whole phone date was a hot mess. But I genuinely feel like as it was happening, Jane was having this realization of like, oh, yeah, he's just an idiot. Like, what am I even attracted to with him? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like why do i care yeah about this yeah and then she says i think we should see other people and he says i didn't know that we were seeing each other (sighs) whatever dude they're fucking idiots it's all moronic behavior from all of them including ruthie yeah like you dumb little dumb dumb like your dad told you that you're not a silly girl that you are somebody who feels things and that's okay and, and yet, you're gonna get over it and then what do you do you go fucking call martin to what yeah. spite t-bone and mind you mind you and martin knows he's quote-unquote dating jane so like what the fuck is martin doing exactly they're all just morons being morons like they're all using each other it's so stupid it's oh my god i can't i can't with brenda this season what's the point of any of this (laughs) i love seeing you this frustrated Uh, i mean i feel bad because i understand i'm sitting right across from you i get it like it it sucks but it's also kind of funny no i know it's (laughs) hilarious it's hilarious that like i don't care and yet i care enough you know what i mean like well i care enough to get upset about it yeah you know like (laughs) it's so like it's really frustrating because 
it, none of this seems important. Like, yeah. because you know, you just know at the end of the day, in that final se- moment of the last episode of the last season happens, none of this relationship shit's going to matter about True. anybody. No, like at the end of the day, everyone's going to be wherever they are in their lives. And none of this, will they, won't they, and who's fucking who, and who's on the phone with who, and who has a tattoo of who is going to matter. And so it's just nonsense fodder that's like for like it's going nowhere it's for no reason yeah oh it's so fucking frustrating damn you brenda yeah damn Damn you jason Priestley. (laughs) i mean seriously you directed an episode of seven heaven i want to know how directors get their assignments like Mm. like because Jason Priestley at this point, I'm sure, was not in a position where he was like picking and choosing his projects if he yeah. wanted to direct it all, right? Yeah. So Brenda was like, yeah, I have the script you can direct if you want. And he just was like, okay, I'll do it. Like, I was just yeah. like, why this episode? Why this show? Like, just because I guess it's an opportunity. I don't know. Uh, what a mess. What a mess. What a mess. Yeah. <laughs> well, good thing it's over. What do you rate it? Two thumbs down. I get it. There's just some, it's, uh, well, you know, when you're just trying to pack too much shit, it is a bit much. It's overwhelmingly too much. Yeah. At some point I was like, wait, what happened again? (laughs) What happened now? Oh yeah. 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 So yeah, it's not great. I, I'm torn because there are some things that I like, Mm -hmm. you know, first of all, I liked seeing Captain Michael or Chief Michaels, you know, one last time. I liked Annie and Eric talking in the beginning about what a fuck up Eric is for involving himself in this whole situation between T-Bone and Ruthie. Um, I also liked Lucy talking to Sandy Mm -hmm. and, you know, having a, an, a way in which she can like think out loud yeah. and have a support system and all that stuff. So I think I'm going to give this one thumb up, one thumb down. I it might you. be generous, too generous, but, <laughs> but I, my gut, my gut's telling me, you know, to, to do that. All so right, then that's where I'm at with it. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, that's going to do it for us folks. You know where to find us on the social media. We're on Patreon at patreon.com slash the number four heavens sake pod, where you can subscribe and get access to two bonus episodes a month of commentary on movies that T has seen that I have not, with the exception of the Lady J birthday special we recently did mm-hmm. about the movie Frozen. Frozen. <laughs> um, so more importantly than any of that, though, you know we're nearing the end here. There's only three episodes left. Man. And we're on a accelerated recording schedule. So we are rec- we only have like a couple of recording sessions to go here. Yeah. And um, all of which to say, May 7th, that's the last day to send in your thoughts, comments, questions, concerns, insights, things you want to know, things you want to tell us, any of that stuff, May 7th. Send those things to for heaven's sake show at gmail.com. That's F O R H E A V E N S S A K E S H O W at gmail.com. It'll be in the liner notes as well. And until next time, bye. Bye. <laughs>